stay up to date and engage with the financial world. You're listening to the Wall Street Millennial Podcast. This past June, Celsius shocked the crypto world when it halted customer withdrawals. Before this, Celsius was one of the largest centralized crypto lending platforms, boasting 1.7 million customers and more than $20 billion of assets at its peak. Celsius marketed itself as an alternative to the traditional financial system, and CEO Alex Mashinsky would often wear a shirt saying banks are not your friends. This marketing may have led many customers to view Celsius as safer than traditional banks. But nothing could be further from the truth. One month after freezing withdrawals, Celsius officially filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection. To date, customers have still not been able to withdraw their funds, and it could take years before they get any of their crypto back, if they get anything at all. In this video and podcast, we'll look at what's going on with the Celsius bankruptcy, whether customers will ever get their money back, and finally, whether Celsius was a Ponzi scheme from the beginning. Celsius grew in popularity throughout 2020 and 2021, as many investors were drawn to the high interest rates that they offered. You could earn yields of around 10% on stablecoins and up to 17% on some crypto coins. At its peak, the company boasted 1.7 million users, with over $20 billion worth of crypto deposited on the platform. But on June 23, 2022, the House of Cards came crumbling down when they suspended withdrawals, effectively locking away the life savings for thousands of individual investors. So what happened? The billions of dollars of customer deposits, where did they go? We got some new information when they officially filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection. And it's not looking great for Celsius customers. The most important thing to understand about Celsius is that when you deposit crypto onto the platform, you no longer own your coins. Celsius gains ownership rights and they can do pretty much whatever they want with them. So what does this mean? Let's say you open an account with a traditional stock brokerage and you want to buy a stock. So you deposit some money and buy a share of Apple, for example. Your broker will go to the stock exchange and buy one share of Apple. The broker has a massive portfolio of all the stocks its customers own. Within that portfolio, there's one share of Apple with your name on it, which you can sell at any time. Celsius is different. Let's say you open a Celsius account and deposit two Bitcoins, which you want to earn yield on. When you open your Celsius app, on the screen it will show that you own two Bitcoins. But Celsius doesn't have two Bitcoins with your name on it. They can sell your Bitcoin deposits and buy other cryptocurrencies. They would then engage in complex yield farming and other trading strategies. When you decide to withdraw, they can hopefully use their trading profits to buy Bitcoins on the open market to make good on your request. Celsius wasn't really a crypto brokerage. They were actually acting more like a hedge fund, using their customer deposits as unsecured loans to fund their speculative crypto investments. The main event that catalyzed Celsius's eventual bankruptcy was the collapse of the algorithmic stablecoin TerraUST. Celsius had invested some customer money into UST. To their credit, they did close the position very quickly once the $1 peg broke and they only suffered a $15 million loss. As we've covered on this channel previously, Luna Terra was little more than a Ponzi scheme, which was destined to fail from the beginning. The fact that Celsius was willing to invest in UST shows a shocking lack of sophistication on the part of their management team. And while UST was not directly responsible for Celsius's bankruptcy, it started a chain of events which ultimately led to the company's demise. The crypto hedge fund Three Arrows Capital suffered heavy losses on its Luna position and ultimately they went bankrupt. Celsius had lent $75 million to Three Arrows Capital, which they defaulted on. Celsius was able to recover some of this loan, but $40 million is still outstanding and will likely never be returned. And things were about to get even worse. Celsius had staked hundreds of millions of dollars worth of its customers' Ethereum tokens into STETH, 
The STETH tokens are supposed to eventually be converted into regular Ethereum, but nobody really knows when or if this will ever happen. But theoretically, STETH should trade at the same price as regular ETH. However, 3AC and at least one other large crypto fund were forced to start selling their STETH to meet margin calls after the Luna collapse. This caused the price to fall below the 1 to 1 peg with ETH. Celsius customers saw what was happening and got nervous, so they started withdrawing their Ethereum holdings from the platform hand over fist. Before the Luna disaster, Celsius would experience about 20 to 30 million dollars of outflows per day. But after the Luna disaster, outflows exploded to more than 500 million dollars on May 12th. To meet those requests, Celsius was forced to start dumping its STETH. This massive selling pressure pushed the price down even further, leading Celsius to incur significant losses. Celsius's management team organized an emergency meeting to figure out what to do. At the current rate of withdrawals, they would run out of money and go bankrupt. So they decided to preemptively halt withdrawals to buy themselves some more time. In the bankruptcy documents, they compared their situation to a run on the bank. Bank runs occur when depositors lose confidence in a bank and immediately start withdrawing all their money. This causes the bank to go bankrupt, even if they would have been perfectly solvent had it not been for the panic. Let's say you deposit $100,000 into a regular banking account. The bank loans this money to a home buyer for a 15-year mortgage. Over the course of 15 years, the bank will receive $200,000 in mortgage payments, more than enough to satisfy your deposits. But if everyone comes demanding their deposits back after just one year, the bank won't have enough cash on hand to honor this because it's all locked up in mortgages. So did something similar happen with Celsius? Kind of, but it's much worse. If we take a look at Celsius's balance sheet, at the time of their bankruptcy, they had $5.5 billion of liabilities, most of which were their frozen customer deposits. They only had $4.3 billion of assets, leaving a $1.2 billion hole. So not only is Celsius having a liquidity crisis, they're also insolvent. No matter how long you give them, they may never be able to make back this $1.2 billion deficit. But even this $1.2 billion deficit appears to be significantly understated. One of the assets that they claimed on their balance sheet is $600 million worth of CEL tokens. CEL token is a cryptocurrency that Celsius created. Celsius customers can earn higher yields if they agree to accept their interest payments in CEL tokens. Now that customer accounts are frozen, it's questionable whether these coins should have any value at all. At the time they made this claim, the entire market cap of CEL token was $170 million, according to CoinMarketCap. So the claim that their holdings are worth $600 million appears to be ridiculous. Recently, the price of CEL has pumped, and it now has a $900 million market cap. We'll delve into this price action later on in the video. Another item on their balance sheet is $1.75 billion worth of crypto assets. Given the fact that they claim their CEL tokens to be worth $600 million, I would take this number with a large grain of salt. And finally, they have $720 million worth of crypto mining assets. Celsius has a Bitcoin mining subsidiary where they currently operate 43,000 mining rigs. Even though the company is bankrupt, they are still operating their mining rigs and claim to be generating about 14 Bitcoins per day. Based on the current price of Bitcoin, this will generate about $350,000 in revenue per day. They say that they'll use these mining proceeds to eventually pay back their customers. However, Bitcoin mining is extremely energy intensive. We don't know how much their electricity costs are, and thus how profitable their mining operations are. If we exclude the CEL tokens and mining assets, both of which may be difficult to sell in large quantities, the hole in Celsius's balance sheet increases to $2.5 billion. Even if their electricity costs were zero and 14 Bitcoins per day were pure profit, it would take them almost 20 years to fill the $2.5 billion hole in their balance sheet. They say that they plan to increase the rate of Bitcoin mining, but
but given that they are already bankrupt, forgive me if I have some doubts about this. Thousands of users put their life savings into Celsius because they were attracted by the high interest rates and thought that the platform seemed safe. Because the customers are unsecured creditors, they are not entitled to any special treatment in the bankruptcy proceedings. It will likely be years before they recover their funds, if they get anything at all. So how did this all happen? Did Celsius just get unlucky, or was this whole thing a scam from the beginning? Shortly after Celsius froze customer withdrawals, they were sued by a former business partner called Kefi. In 2020, Celsius started working with the crypto asset manager Kefi to help them earn yield on their customer deposits. Kefi is now accusing Celsius of running a Ponzi scheme and suing the company for hundreds of millions of dollars of unpaid management fees. According to Kefi, as Celsius's deposits grew, they needed to find some way to generate profits and make good on the high yields that they promised their customers. Celsius's management team had little expertise in DeFi, so they approached Kefi to help deploy their customer deposits into various decentralized finance schemes. They agreed to a profit split, whereby Kefi would be paid a percentage of the profits that they generated for Celsius. In 2020 and 2021, Kefi invested Celsius money into various risky trading strategies to generate yield. Kefi would use trading strategies that generate profits denominated in non-Ethereum coins, but Celsius gave them Ethereum deposits to manage. Kefi would convert this Ethereum to all types of different crypto assets for their trading strategies. Kefi would target returns in US dollars, but Celsius owed their customers Ethereum, not US dollars. If the price of Ethereum increased substantially, Celsius may not be able to honor its customers' Ethereum deposits, even if Kefi's trading strategies were profitable in USD. Celsius claimed that they entered into hedging positions to offset this risk. But according to Kefi, this was a lie, and Celsius did no such hedging. In early 2021, the price of Ethereum skyrocketed. Celsius had converted much of their customers' Ethereum holdings into other crypto assets. To make good on their customer obligations, they were forced to buy Ethereum tokens on the open market for very high prices. They desperately needed to raise funds, so they increased their promised interest rate to lure in more unsuspecting customers. In a classic Ponzi-like manner, they used the new inflows to pay off existing depositors. Thus far, Kefi's allegations are just allegations, they have not yet been proven in a court of law. But there is some circumstantial evidence which supports the Ponzi scheme hypothesis. Over the past few years, Celsius's platform has been growing rapidly. Since 2020, they have pretty much only had net inflows. Ponzi schemes rely on more and more people buying in to pay back older investors. In the beginning of 2022, Celsius started facing significant outflows for the first time. Within a few months, they went bankrupt. This potentially suggests that the whole thing was built on a house of cards, and as soon as it stops growing, the whole thing is at risk of a collapse. And as if things couldn't get worse, a former Celsius employee has recently accused the company of manipulating its CEL tokens. Throughout 2020 and 2021, CEL token increased 80-fold from about $0.10 cents to a high of $8. Allegedly, Celsius used customer funds to buy CEL tokens, thereby pumping up the price. This inflated the value of their CEL holdings, which they could use as collateral to secure loans and keep their operations afloat. Of course, after the company went bankrupt, the coin fell to almost zero. However, in recent weeks, the coin has pumped again, quadrupling from its recent lows. The CEL token is used kind of like a rewards program for Celsius customers. If they accept or make interest payments using the CEL token, they get more favorable interest rates. Given that customer accounts are frozen, why would anyone want to buy these coins? There's speculation in the media that the crypto company Ripple Labs, as well as a few other, are interested in buying Celsius's assets. It's possible that the new owners could bring back Celsius's platform and unfreeze the customer withdrawals. But this will not be a panacea. 
If Celsius is bailed out, it will likely be at a massive discount, so customers will only get a fraction of their full account balance. And that's if any bailout happens at all, which is still highly uncertain. While this video is not financial advice, I personally think that the recent pump in CEL's price is ridiculous and probably the result of a short squeeze. Even if there is some bailout of Celsius, I would be shocked if any customers would continue using the platform, given the disaster that's unfolded over the past few months. There's a website called Claims Market where creditors of bankrupt companies can sell their defaulted loans. Celsius customers have recently sold their Celsius deposit claims for 25 cents on the dollar. But there's one man who benefited from the price pump. An account linked to founder and CEO Alex Mashinsky took advantage of the rising price to cash out $28,000 of CEL tokens. Thousands, if not tens of thousands of ordinary people have been financially ruined by the Celsius bankruptcy. This should serve as a cautionary tale to all of us. Whenever someone promises to give you 17% yield by using the magic of blockchain, you're better off putting your money on red or black at the casino. If you lose enough money at the casino, at least they'll give you free champagne. You've been listening to the Wall Street Millennial Podcast. Don't miss a minute wherever you go. Wall Street Millennial, signing out.